Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor, flying solo. Jimmy and I are going to be doing a little bit of traveling uh, in October, October 6th through 9th. We're going to CXE in Columbus, Ohio. Going to be giving some talks, going to be selling some comics. Same thing at Baltimore Comic Con, 28th through the 30th of October. Kicking it with you guys on Devil's Night. How about that, man? Jacksonville Public Library. Duval Comic and Zine Fest, October 22nd is where Jimmy's going to be in Florida, man, to go uh, be the man of the hour, sign your comics, talk some smack, it'll be a good time. These are your cartoonist kayfabe drawing prompts for 2022. Make sure you uh, at us on Twitter when you post an image, make sure you hashtag us on Instagram when you post an image and we'll be able to share uh, as many of these as possible and we'll certainly see uh, most of the stuff that you guys uh, post live. The videos are brought to you by the books that we make. These are the latest efforts that Jimmy and I have out in the wild. Hulk Grand Design Monster and Madness is what Jimmy has out there on the stands right at this moment. It's going to get that uh, Treasury Edition treatment in early 2023. You could pre-order that through your comic shops and through Amazon right now. Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive trade paperback is back in print. Make sure you get your hands on that. Red Room Trigger Warnings and Red Room the Antisocial Network are my latest efforts. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game. Every issue is self-contained, making each trade paperback self-contained, man. So support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel, keep the lights on in the studio, and we'll be able to keep bringing you these videos on the regular. The comic book we're going to be looking at today is The Spirit Number 1 by Will Eisner, put out by Kitchen Sink Comics in early, I think, 1984. Let's take a look at the Indicia. October 1983. The cool thing about this series is that Will Eisner uh, just comes back fresh from World War II, and he's got uh, a lot of thoughts and philosophies about the comics medium, and he has come back to the medium with an extra set of chops after doing comics and work for higher artwork for uh, military purposes. Uh, so these stories are printed in a linear fashion as opposed to some of the previous reprints where it would be kind of piecemeal and they would kind of cobble together the best strips that, that they can find rather than having any kind of uh, linear order to them. And one of the interesting things when you read these in order uh, when Will comes comes back from the service is that we see him kind of settling back into the rhythm of producing these seven page stories every every week uh, over time he's going to be getting a little bit more experimental a little bit more formal with uh, with the medium and it's kind of a pleasure to watch as he uh, starts to get back go through the motions and keep things interesting for himself as he's uh, putting these comics together again on uh, a weekly basis. Uh, he left the spirit. It was still coming out every week when he was gone. And the people he that he trusted the comic with, he, he wasn't very impressed with their approach. It, came, it became far more about solving crimes and being a superhero than these kind of slice of life melodramatic stories that that Eisner is kind of known for so this is almost a reboot starting with this issue of uh the Christmas spirit that came out December 23rd 1945 the Christmas spirit was a regular feature that Will Eisner brought to the spirit uh Sundays uh for two years when he established 
the strip before he went off to the war and that was something that the new creative team did not really abide by uh, in any way at all and the th idea with these christmas spirit stories is that the spirit takes a backseat to crime fighting and just allows nature to run its course off the bat you get a pretty awesome splash page it's kind of like a scrapbook and i remember i actually drew this image uh, when when the old timers told me that will eisner and the spirit was something that you need to study in order to figure out how to make comics i i took that to heart and as a kid i remember drawing this image in my sketchbooks and some of the very first comics i ever had published were actually spirit inspired I'll, I'll dig some of those out and if you've seen some of uh the videos where i showed off a bunch of my early artwork uh, you could see that spirit story that i did I had a character called the law this little old man he's a sheltered old fella and is just coming to the realization that there ain't no santa claus as per his underlings breaks his freaking heart look at that little bit of formal stuff at play off the bat will eisner is back in the game ladies and gentlemen got that serif font that looks like a typewriter sharp as hell something that will associate with uh, will eisner going forward in his graphic novel work and things very stagey you know you just get the exact stuff you need in the background to sell you on locale but having that word balloon kind of break up you just don't see that you know it's a very cool experiment that that eisner brought this is a deflated man right here and if this doesn't get you that little tear in the eye these strips were shot from uh the printed matter from somebody's collection there's a little blurb about the color in this comic and they're almost apologizing for having to use uh printed archives for their reprints but i'm, I'm quite comfortable with it I think that the publishers were very nervous about about uh, putting this stuff out there. And you could see why, because this is essentially fo a photograph of uh, the, the newspaper. You know, they said it's laser scanned. But the problem is that the black isn't just made up with black ink. It's made up with cyan and magenta and yellow. So when the plates slip, the plates slip. And uh, certainly from the original source material you could have had some fade in there anyhow so now you're getting a, a reprint that's two generations removed from the original not not ideal in that circumstance but you know it adds to the patina of those old comics as far as far as i'm concerned now this little old man dejected sad he disappeared from his office and it's a case for central city pd but guess what the spirit, he's letting the Christmas spirit take care of this one, man. He's taking a powder for a day. Cut to a different situation where uh, we have a bunch of department store Santas and we have this former criminal who just got out of uh, prison and it, the only source of work that he can find is uh, working with little kids as a department store Santa. He's not feeling too good about his opportunities and writes his own letter to santa saying that he's been good he wants to go straight he would appreciate a pardon a couple of dollars could help uh set him right um these backgrounds man just giving you enough like bridge underpass 
you know, these are underground fellas. Character design is something that I think Will Lasner always excelled at. It's a very, very old school, like Landon School, Fleischer Brothers brand of cartooning. And he'll do this thing too where his characters have extremely long torsos and uh, their pelvis and legs um, are like you know, the bottom quarter of their characters, his characters in, in, in a lot of ways. In this old shack shows up the, the uh, frozen carcass of Mr. Winklenod, the millionaire. Uh, these guys are automatically assuming that they got the golden goose. They're going to hold this guy for ransom for the giant sum of 5,000 bucks. That's what, that's what they want for this ransom. They toss him in an old uh, closet or something. It looks like a living room, right? It's got a fireplace and stuff. A conveniently placed fireplace, by the way. Gives him the space to, to, to melt, thaw out a bit, just in time. As two Santa Clauses come. Big Santa, Little Santa. There's a little something to that, man. Some story stuff there. As they bring their gifts, little Mr. Winklenod realizes... You know what? My underlings, they were bullshitting me. Santa Claus is real. Our guy wants to go do some traveling with Santa. He's got a couple million dollars and he wants to spread the wealth, the touch. In fact, he overheard that these bad guys here wanted a ransom of $5,000. So our little old man is like, F it. Let's give these guys five grand and I'll come along with you, Santa. And we'll drop some money in other people's costumes. I want to help the less fortunate. That seems like a nice thing to do. Really dig the color from the outside of this window treatment. You see the snow sitting on uh, the slats there. And the noteworthy thing is that there is a 25% or so cyan over top of everything, including the flesh tones and stuff to kind of sell that remove, you know, like these characters are behind glass. This is 100% magenta, 100% yellow, but this Santa outfit is 100% uh, magenta, 100% yellow, 25% cyan to give you that little bit of difference, like you're you're looking through something to, to see these characters. Great dynamic shot right here. Worm's eye view, got that little elf-like Santa kicking open that window got that full moon where are these shacks by the way is this a vestige of the depression you know those like little shanty hobo camps yeah i don't know what that is man but you know it would cost you probably six grand a month to live there in new york now so it's finally christmas morning in central city we established a bunch of characters and let's see how uh the Christmas spirit treats them. Got your little shack. The bad guys who wanted the 5K. Guess what? They got the 5K. Uh, or a guy who wanted the pardon. Got his pardon with $1,000 thrown on top of that, man. $1,000 in 1945. That must go a long way. And it certainly made this girl far more attracted to him. Mr. Winklenod, just letting everybody know. Listen, motherfuckers. Santa Claus is real. And I'm docking your pay. For talking that kind of smack we uh going through these these eisnerian comics uh checking out the spirit is a good exercise in storytelling but it definitely is uh not okay in terms of 
character treatments for uh, race, for all races, including young Ebony there. Man, no excuse for that kind of shit. You see a Santa outfit and you see a coy spirit with a very wary uh, Ebony. But the cool thing about this panel is that there's some doubt. Is it, was it Denny Colt spirit who uh, was Santa? Uh, I think the answer is probably yes, but it gives you a little bit of that. This panel, it, it doesn't tell you what to think. So that's your first seven pager down. Uh, uh, another great piece of these Kitchen Seek reprints is the Central City Zeitgeist uh, by Kat Ironwood, who would go on to be basically co-publisher of Eclipse Comics. You know, her early career was over at Kitchen Sink doing some editorial work and things. And she uh, gives great context for the comics within these these various issues. Some of this stuff it will inform the conversation as we as we move forward. And here's the little box that Dennis Kitchen writes about the color, letting you know, listen, we got a freshly colored strip in here because we were able to find the archives. Uh, Eisner did not have the original art for three of the stories in here, but more often than not, we're gonna be able to shoot from the originals and color the work using our own kind of state-of-the-art technologies. Dead End, another great splash page. You're probably gonna hear me say that every time we take a look at a spirit comic. Uh, this story is kind of buttoning up uh, the end of an era, exploring a bunch of the supervillains, the rogues gallery of the spirit from days of yore, reintroducing them and kind of getting them out, out of the series. Uh, the rogues gallery for the spirit is not very memorable. I mean, if you think about it, the most memorable character is called the octopus. There's nothing that distinguishes uh, the character to make him seem like an octopus. All that he has is a pair of purple gloves that you see off camera. Uh, so, if that's the extent of your supervillain, and I don't think that, you know, Rogue's Gallery was something that was in the front of Will Eisner's thoughts as he was putting these comics together. Uh, I think that he would have been happy to do without the masked guy uh, full stop if he had his druthers, but, you know, the market was calling for something specific, and he was giving them just the bare minimum of what they were asking for in terms of superheroes. So Spirit ain't much of a superhero and his rogues gallery ain't much of a bunch of villains either, man. But you got your guys, you got Hush the Whisperer, you got the Squid, who looks nothing like a squid. You have Mr. Fly, a bunch of schmucks. And they all got set up the river by the Spirit and they wanna get some comeuppance. Uh, just like Batman, the spirit is a vigilante, which means that he is operating outside the bounds of the law and technically doing some things that are illegal. So the old rogues gallery heads to Commissioner Dolan's office, says, listen, is the, is the uh, reward for this guy still on the books? And is your uh, arrest warrant still active for the spirit? Because we have some info on the guy, and uh, if we headhunt him, bring his ass in, we give us the money. Not only are they entitled to the loot, but it's 10 G's. Such a cool thing 
that uh, Eisner can do within these seven pages uh, because he's clearly setting up their intention he's clearly setting up the MacGuffin and now we just have to set some obstacles up in his way young Ebony shows up gives the spirit a warning hey man your old villains they're coming after you dude they're headhunting you we see that the spirit is uh nonplussed at the idea man he has no fear he's living his life he's got his his hefnerian silk smoking jacket on uh but he's completely poo-pooing it to the extreme of not even thinking that these guys are out of prison dolan knows the deal because he dealt with these guys uh straight up so ellen wants to help out uh they're setting up a kind of a sting operation uh they have a personal ad that they're going to put into the tabloids saying that they are willing to sell inf information about the spirit that will guarantee his whereabouts and they're s hoping that all of the villains will show up there you know their jealousy and their greed is going to uh, infringe upon their team up and they're all going to show up at once to try to get some uh, intel on the spirit so that they can get that 10 G's uh, that 10 G reward for themselves and cut the other guys out but what happens is all our dudes are showing up in the same place man uh, we have the one character who wasn't with the other villains but he also got done in by the spirit at one point but he's got uh, a trick up his sleeve when he shows up there's already some villains there and shit playing like they're the one who put the ad in the paper so that they could get the 10 G's one by one the bad guys keep showing up here's what I'm talking about man you see how small those legs are and how big that torso is it's it's so odd it's like baby Huey or foghorn leghorn proportions but that said I like it like I've been uh playing around with cartoony proportions lately and uh it's very effective to draw adults with the the big elongated torso and what do we have here man the spirit shows up huh gunfight goes down turns out that that wasn't the spirit it's yet another bad guy from the rogues gallery uh, he grabs a bag of money that some guy was going to use to solicit information on the spirit's whereabouts but that bag of money had an atomic bomb not even just a regular ass pipe bomb or something an atomic bomb blows those coins everywhere straight shrapnel i mean that that is very dangerous the bad guys are done in lots of dudes got shot lots of dudes got fucked up and our final fella fucking got blown up so this dispatches the old guard this is will eisner saying we need to start fresh we need to get rid of these erzats wannabe chester gold bad guys and we need to establish a new set of threats to uh for the spirit at this point the spirit ain't even you know he was completely removed from all of the action and that's one of those things man uh the spirit is not ne not necessarily the most important part of any of these stories i can't think of one story where he's like the most crucial guy uh same deal for this strip here man from january 6 1946 hildy with a bunch of like young foreign kids from cologne germany that 
end up in New York City or excuse me Central City and go to school with a bunch of kids whose daddies were at war and neglecting them while at war uh, the kids are running rampant they're wiling out kid gang kid gangs rule city gangs of children roam streets at night pilfering millions in loot taken by kids schools vacant don't let ask parents aid uh, this is one of those strips where, where, the, where the color needs to be uh, noted it's the first strip in here that has the full color process full color approach which I believe is is blue line and what the medium is I have no idea it's hard to tell like maybe some kind of markers or something but I have to guess that it did not print the way that the colorist hoped it would uh, you might not even be able to see it but there are like dark brown orangish clouds on top of a brown sky right next to these brown pylons for piers like that that doesn't work and these purples are so dark that it's it's illegible stuff like I absolutely prefer just shooting from the original um, you know newspapers than this hogwash here man because this is doing nothing for the comic like there is black in the color mixture there you can't even read that it's terrible they absolutely do they absolutely do figure it out uh with in the next coming issues and the original plan was for these comics to be published you know in color using state-of-the-art technology that only lasts uh 11 issues out of i think 87 issues so people were not buying this book and they had to cut some corners they even cut the size of the book it's it um clearly is a is a series that dennis kitchen wanted to see through by any means and one of those means was trimming about a half inch up top and having a smaller you know edition you know smaller than regular comics anyhow i digress uh continuing the story kids are not at school kids are wiling out there's only one boy showing up at school and he's a little dork that knows where the location of the the bad kids hideout is this right here that's not the spirit mask that's supposed to be sunglasses and you know this is we're supposed to believe i i sure hope we're supposed to believe that this is the spirit uh, undercover helping this kid along because the bad kids are on the hunt for him the coast is fully clear as the spirit and uh the young boy are heading down the street but look what we have here what a piece of storytelling uh not really helped very much by keeping our characters in, in shadow uh but we do have our blondes you know that 100 percent yellow you're gonna look at that taking a look at our shadowed figures and they just immediately pounce on the snitch and and do their best to take make sure that the cop doesn't follow them along in fact the little kids get one over real well this is kind of funny because i mean this is like a full this looks like a full woman that doesn't look like a kid at all that looks like ellen you know commissioner dolan's daughter the karens of central city show up just in time to see this policeman grabbing a young girl around the waist so the karens are letting this dude have it getting into business and everything cut to the secret headquarters uh for these little bad motherfuckers man 
and they got a really cool base. It's like the Foot Clan Club. That rope in the immediate foreground, really creating that depth. Man, they have their own navy even. Check that out, dude. A little wooden, little wooden canoe. Our main bad kid is a bad motherfucker. Like, he's talking about torturing and killing kids. It's making the other boys real nervous. And it's actually making the American kids, if you are paying close attention, it's making the American kids go, you know, have pause. Like, this kid's a little vicious. This little German dude, little vicious. And they're not on board, but he tolerates no backtalk, our little bad guy here, man. So they throw him in the pit along with Hildy while they end up uh, torturing the one kid that they got their hands on. These are some bad-ass kids, dude. This is Macaulay Culkin and the Good Son and his crew. Hildy and the good corn-fed American boy, they got to get their asses the hell out of there. They got to go see the spirit. Commissioner Dolan, Ribbon, the spirit for getting janked up by little kids. Just in time for that same little girl to pop into Commissioner Dolan's office, you know, running past the old portly cops who were sitting there eating donuts all day. You know, it's a very unsecure police station. Make the way into Commissioner Dolan's office, knowing that the spirit will be there. Listen, man, you got to go to this hideout. They're really jacking kids up. Shit's getting out of hand. The body language on this old fence guy there is no confusion that this is a slimy bad dude the body language with that hand that face chomping on stogie and then when we see him getting punched in the stomach action in a will eisner comic this is not kirby pacing you know this is not kirby action you you get this kind of little thing right here. You know, it's very interesting. And it lets you know that you don't have to always have Kirby uh, in, in built into your fights. So there are other ways, you know, like the violence is kind of cartoonish for sure, but still very effective. Even here, man, spirit popping up with that little punch to the jaw piece. More of that trash, trash color on top of like, why would you ever want to make a caption banner brown like that? Whatever color they use there, the final mixture did not turn out correctly. And, you know, this super brown ground. Ah, oh, this is such a weird period of time in comics because the direct market is opening up. And one of the sales points for a lot of these independent publishers was just an increase in technology. Uh, most of that technology had to do with the different kind of paper stocks. So that's where you hear about Hudson and Baxter and Mondo paper. And a lot of companies were touting their color palette uh, that they had available with, you know, the different printers they were using. I remember Kamiko showing off a color guide that they had 128 colors. And the function, the, the reason for those extra colors, the way those other colors were made possible was because black was added into the mixture. Truthfully, that um, allows for diarrhea colors to be in your palette. Uh, black ink going into your colors means that that little black dots are making up that color once it's finally printed. And I think we got a little bit of that here. What we're seeing here is, is a, a something I'm actually pretty fascinated by. It's something I never really put too much thought into. 
Uh, and it is these army veterans, you know, some people who came back very wounded, you know, this guy wearing sunglasses, this seaman wearing sunglasses, implications of blindness there. Uh, we have a legless vet talking to the kids. And these are the kids whose daddies went off to war. Maybe some of their daddies didn't come back. These dudes are wiling out with uh, just their mom in the house and shit. And older folks went to war, made it safe for you to live in peace. You know, you're insulting us by being little hooligans and shit, man. These are like the pre-boomers, man, because these kids were alive before their daddies went off to war. You know, if this is 45, 46, you know, these are six, seven-year-old kids. They were sitting home worried about their folks all day, being little assholes. So you need these vets to guilt and shame them into going on the straight and narrow. And kind of wrapping up with the first month of, of work, essentially, with Will Eisner back uh, from, from the service, you get a kind of retcon origin for the spirit. And this origin will carry throughout. Jimmy and I did another video uh, in the past. It was... Alan Moore, Dave Gibbons, reconvening and doing issue one of the, the New Spirit Adventures, where they retell this story here, uh, which is, you know, fresh origin. So check out that video. I'll put that link in the description below, and it'll be on our end screen. But it's uh, Commissioner Dolan talking to us, giving us the scoop on uh, the spirit origin. And it's Will Eisner you know, using very simple language here to resell the public. In fact, you know, a lot of older folks no doubt remember Dennis Colt, you know, almost implying that the pre-war spirits are a different guy. Showing off, man, you're going to see this spirit logo in many different perspectives. That's pretty fucking badass. Uh, so you have Dr. Cobra. He's our guy that we see on the cover here. Looking real vicious. Dr. Cobra working on some weird potions. Denny Colt, kind of a laissez-faire detective, gets the drop on them. Pulls out his gap piece before he gets clubbed on the back of the head. Look at the staging here. Denny Colt shows up, twirling his gun, playing around, man, like a Keystone cop. You got the Erlenmeyer flask with the Bunsen burner underneath it. Dr. Cobra giving uh, a... Supervillain monologue, dude coming up the, with the blackjack, hit spirit on the bingo button, causing him to shoot the flask and get doused. Look at that smoke, dude. That ain't good shit. It's a putrid green. Danny Cold is dead. His heart stopped, man. And people are mourning uh, the death of, of uh, Danny Colt Jr. Doesn't take long, though, before a shadowy figure enters the office of Commissioner Dolan. And this is great lighting here you know you got a desk lamp pure darkness in the background and just that light right there and a little rim lighting to let you see uh, our guy you still you don't even get the mask really he's rifling through commissioner dolan's files and bounces but commissioner dolan he's he's a detective back from back in the um sherlock holmes days man so he's playing a hunch he's making this young uh, taxi driver, Ebony White, take him to Wildwood Cemetery. Man, there's already dudes fucking around out there, trying to do some bullshit. Spirit shows up, you see him popping out right there, confronting these bad guys. They run away. Commissioner Dolan, playing that hunch, 
and is in fact correct that is Denny Coat we see that young Ebony is certainly hip to what's going down and we get superhero logic in terms of how Denny Coat's going to sustain himself by living in a little apartment that he's fashioned for himself in the cemetery he's got his dad's inheritance he's going to be taking evidence money to survive and reward money when he busts criminals like that's that's the deal it's a little serpent background back there how about that dude creating a misty depth of field with uh, the 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 mausoleum that spirit lives in got to revisit the dr cobra right you know can't let him get one over on our protagonist uh, of our story these backgrounds man it looks like looks like uh uncle will running into a little bit of deadline stuff man got to get this issue in because there's some wet wonky ass perspective here looks like hand done perspective that like isn't even going to a vanishing point very little background uh but we got to dispatch our dr cobra look at the shit that cobra's fucking with though man about to hit spirit on the head with some acid coming from stage left young ebony knocks dr cobra out gets a little of that acid on the back of that coat so what happens man if that shit touches spirit it's gonna be a different looking character these kind of poses make me think of lou fine you know i wonder if maybe he did a little bit of ghosting for the, for this image uh or some of these images getting you know the eisner studio to do a little work on this man to keep up those deadlines hang up dr cobra to dry a fine way to uh to end your strip back to that nine panel grid watchman style where the relationship is solidified commissioner dolan like commissioner gordon lets his guy know dude i might have to come looking for you if shit gets too out of hand and the spirit poking the bear unfair game for anyone who could catch me we got another uh commissioner dolan tear right there thick tear a lot of tears in these old uh in these old uh eisner comics commissioner dolan looking like the sea hag or popeye gabby hayes there ain't teeth in that mouth no siree sergeant slaughter comes to mind and we get more of that spirit in several different perspectives really well done uh insanely well done showing off the the, the p gets bent in the same spot in every one of these images but this is the send-off, man. Will Eisner is letting you know he's back. Uh, we we did a Christmas spirit story. We're bringing those back. Uh, we reintroduced a bunch of villains and got them out of uh, the series. We're showing you. This is post-war. Bunch of little kids. Post-war, wiling out. To kind of give you a temperature of like what the social climate is that these strips are going to take place. And for those who... Uh, need to be reminded a fresh origin of the spirit not a bad issue number one to uh reintroduce the series the origin issue aptly titled and as we move forward with this series you're going to start to see a lot more formal experimentation uh, a lot of formal play the things that inspire uh will eisner to look deeper into the medium to become a teacher to, to become a comic book philosopher of storytelling uh we're going to see it all kind of tested out and on display throughout future issues of this man so 
if you see these these kitchen sink issues in the wild man you're going to want to scoop them up it's 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 good value for your dollar for sure but before we get out of here you got to know that these videos are brought to you by the comic books that we made so this is the stuff that jimmy and i have out red room trigger warnings red room the antisocial network street angel deadliest girl alive tpb hulk grand design uh getting that treasury edition treatment in the future hit up our spread shop in the link in the description below grab some kayfabe merch don't forget to read more comics